if you approach this 2022 and your energy focusing tools from a place of non-judgment, yes. right? non-self-judgment, you know, Big and time. Be, be, have compassion for yourself mm-hmm. and stay open to things having to shift into forms that may not be what you thought they were going to be when you made your vision board or your resolution, but allowing them to flow into what they need to be for you then I think you're going to feel really successful. Hi, I'm Andrea Neville. And I'm Jessica Paschke. We're two mediums whose spiritual experiences have been quite the adventure. We've discovered that sometimes the adventure is wonderful and unexpected, and sometimes it's downright uncomfortable. Join us as we chat about our own adventures and answer your questions about spirit, giving you specific tools and practices you can use to bring clarity and connection into your everyday life. Welcome to Adventures with Spirit. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. (laughs) I'm excited to start the year off with all of you. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm just having a moment where I'm like, how, how are we here? And, <laughs> and cool. We're here. <laughs> that went by. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's my statement for 2021. Here we go. That happened. <laughs> well, then <laughs> that happened. Let's chat today a little bit about different ways that we see people focus their energy for this year, the upcoming year. There's so many different ways that uh, people do this and just kind of want to take a look at it and shed some light. Things like resolutions, intentions, vision boards. You've probably heard all of those words floating around out there. And they're all basically tools to help focus the energy that, that, you know, you're moving into the new year, right? You, you want to, I know some people do goal setting too, you know, some way to bring to life things that you would like to see. Right. And there's really no one right way to focus your energy for the new year. Some of the tools we're about to talk about will work for you. And some of them won't. In fact, not all of these work for either one of us. Like we, I was going to say, I am the classic of these tried and true, not working for me. And I wonder, I wonder if it's because they don't work for me because of my personality, or am I not giving them enough of my attention and energy? Hmm. Mm. It's a great question. And one we'll look at, I think we'll look at as we go, Um, because I think for a long time, I felt the same way. I'm like, I'm just not doing it right. I'm just not giving enough time and energy. It was just like another thing on my to-do list. And I realized I had to do it a really different way. And I'm going to talk a little bit about the way that I do it, but that some of them just didn't work for me and I needed to let it go. (laughs) Yeah, true. And some of them just don't feel good to me. So I never dove all the way in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Just play with it. Figure out what lights you up. Because remember, no right or wrong. (laughs) Yeah. Except a couple things. (laughs) except when there is Uh, (laughs) oh but before we jump into that though I kind of like to talk about about something that can really have a big effect on any energy focusing tool that you're going to use this is external challenges that present themselves that you have no control over Mm -hmm. and I think when we bring that up 
everyone thinks 2020, 2021, um, you know, <laughs> and can we say 2022 <laughs> and, and 2022, it, it's not like that clock is going to hit midnight and everything's just going to magically all fall into place. And, and we shouldn't have that expectation either because the energy has been really challenging the past few years. Oh my gosh. And honestly, yes. And I would do that. Yes. And the past couple months have been super intense energy wise. It's almost hard to describe. And I know I'm hearing from a lot of my clients. They're like, what's going on? Am I okay? Is it me? Is it that? I'm like, it's, it's everything. It's all of the it's above. Everybody. It's all of the above. Everybody, everyone I talk to, whether I'm working with you as a client or you're my friend or whatever, or myself, right? (laughs) it's all of the above. And I think that's sometimes where people's frustration comes is they work on these energy focusing tools and then a whopper of a year, 2020, 2021 comes around and they're like, how come I didn't manifest this? How come I didn't make this happen? And it's because, you know, there is external things that you have no control over. There are choices other people make that you have no control over. And the only thing you, you know, you have control over is yourself and how you respond to things and how you decide to move forward. Mm. But, you know, and and that's, that's it. That's it. And sometimes that will definitely, sometimes that definitely affects your ability to move through the world, you know, don't you, you think- know, it, it, it does. Yes. And again, my, my mind is racing. I'm actually thinking of specific people in this moment. And I know some people move through, have moved through, I would say more easily just because they were singularly focused and they weren't afraid to bump up against what wasn't working for them. Mm-hmm. And they also are perhaps a little less sensitive to energies around them, which in some, you know, I, th- I think sensitivity is a blessing sometimes not being quite as sensitive is also a blessing, especially the past couple of years so that they weren't um, necessarily overwhelmed by the different frequencies, things coming in. I know we were chatting earlier, Jessica, about some astrology things or astronomy things that were happening. And I didn't know that that's why, I mean, I didn't sleep for two days you know, I'm sensitive to what's going on in the skies or around me, whether I realize it or not. And I think a lot of the people that I know and my clients are as well. So whether you're feeling particularly low or particularly sluggish or particularly wired, it's you and external forces. Right. And this is not to say that some of you didn't have amazing 2020s or amazing 2021s. I hope you did. I hope you did. And you should have you know, an optimistic outlook on 2022, even though I think the the challenging energy is going to continue to flow into 2022. But I also Mm -hmm. think we're starting to figure out how to work with it better, right? Like we're like, okay, okay. We've got two years. (laughs) We're starting. Okay. I'm ready for anything. Right. Right, We we joke, we joke, my friends and I joke, like, was that on your bingo card? Cause that was not on my bingo card. Oh my (laughs) gosh. (laughs) Actually just this morning I saw, I thought it was funny. I was looking online, something on Facebook and someone I know posted a thing about, okay, it's 2022. Everybody move very quietly into the room. Don't make a sound. (laughs) Don't draw attention to yourself. Just wait. (laughs) I just started laughing. Well, I think I want to go into the room and say, I'm here. What you got? (laughs) 
and then pray my whole way through it. <laughs> hey, you've done it to yourself. Um, <laughs> I, I just thought that was so funny. So, but I think if you approach this 2022 and your energy focusing tools from a place of non-judgment, yes. right? non-self-judgment, you know, Big and be, be, have compassion for yourself mm-hmm. and stay open to things having to shift into forms that may not be what you thought they were going to be when you made your vision board or your resolution, but allowing them to flow into what they need to be for you then I think you're going to feel really successful. Yes, right. I and I think that's that. the trick. If, if you, if you stop listening here. <laughs> okay. Okay. The gem of this is you need to be more, have more compassion for yourself and less judgment on yourself and allow your intentions, your resolutions, your, whatever you started off with, be open to them changing and flowing into what you need. It may not be what you wanted originally, but let them evolve mm-hmm. into what they really, you know, because sometimes in that process of evolution, they become more than you could ever imagine, yes. more than you could ever imagine. And there's the magic, right? So for 2022, let's make space for magic. Does that sound good? Yes. Oh, I, I say that every morning. I mean, yeah. that's I, everything you just said is basically what I say in my sacred time every morning or a version thereof. So, I had no idea. I love, yeah, I know you didn't. We are the same brain. <laughs> Compassion, non-judgment, right. And, and magic. I always say magic because magic is, it's not one thing. It's, it's what my magic is. Somebody, you know, it's different than somebody else's. So mm-hmm. I love that. Thank you, Jessica. Magic of 2022. What is it? <sighs> magic. of What I is don't it? Know. What different is it? For each person. It'll be different for each person. Mm-hmm. So Let's start off with the idea of resolutions. Okay. (laughs) You're laughing because I know we both have strong opinions on this, but I'm going to let you take this one. What are resolutions and how do they work? Go. (laughs) I'm laughing because I'm not a great resolution person and I don't do them. That doesn't mean I don't think they have value. And I actually admire people who are able to make resolutions and follow through on them. I think that's awesome. However, a resolution is, it's a promise that you make to yourself. And normally you have a goal that you commit to, and it's the intention is to improve your life, right? So it's a firm decision to do or not do something. And I think we're really familiar with resolutions like, I'm going to go to the gym every day. I'm going to, you know, quit smoking, or I'm going to read a book a month, whatever that may be. I think they're fabulous. And again, people, I think it's fabulous. The people who can do it, I can't because (laughs) what if something happens and you can't get to the gym a day? What does that do to your mindset and your resolution? Well, and that's the key. Mm -hmm. So I think for some people, they blow it off. They pick it up and they do it again. But for me, I judge myself until next Thursday and then I quit. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Because I've missed one day and now it's, I am one of those, I can get into that all or nothing. All or nothing. I all struggle with resolutions. What it is for me is all and or nothing. And it doesn't, it doesn't leave me, resolutions don't leave me enough space to flow where I need to go and to meet life wherever life, whatever life is bringing to me, because mm-hmm. I see things for myself in black and white when it comes to, res- I either did the resolution or I didn't. And then there's, you know, so you're all in your all or nothing could be judgmental, yeah. harsher. You feel like you failed. Mm-hmm. And that's where I yeah. think, you know, depending on 
your personality type and what works for you. Resolutions for others who are that way. Awesome. Me, not so much. (laughs) (laughs) It's true because yeah, yeah, I get disappointed. I think think that they would be really helpful for people who are goal-driven, that they would do well with this long-term with a resolution. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I, I, you know, fully support if it is your jam, you are amazing. Yeah. So I agree. Jessica, do you want to chat a little bit about vision boards? You know, I've done vision boards in the past. It's, it's basically a collage of words and pictures people put together, uh, Mm -hmm. to focus, to focus their, their energy, you know, and, and some actually do it like in a physical, on a physical board, Mm -hmm. you know, and they're beautiful because they're artists and that is their thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and some people do them on like an electronic board. I've seen like vision board apps and like vision board programs where you can do them on the computer and they're very popular all of this. They are. And, and the idea of them is how I've seen them is you take different areas of your life and then you find pictures and words that describe the things that you want to manifest in your life. Right. So have more of, or bring in, have more of, or bring mm-hmm. it, right. Put it up somewhere where you can see it. Then it reminds you to focus on those things and bring it into life. Right. Sort of like a, like a reminder system, a goal system, a dream system. Right. So they, they, they put it up on the wall and they go for it. But I'm going to be honest, uh, this is the one that really doesn't work for me. Well, I guess resolutions don't work for me either. (laughs) Okay, so we're batting zero, but tell me why. You know, at first I thought it was me. First, I have a real hard time sitting down and cutting out pictures of anything. (laughs) I'm not a, (laughs) I, my daughter can collage all day. I just, you know, can't. Uh, so, so it was always kind of a struggle to make it, to make it look pretty. Once again, these are my issues, not anyone else's. Okay. Um, so it was a struggle to make it look pretty. It never looked pretty. Like the other people's looked pretty. And I was like, uh, but I would put the pictures together and then I would put it up. But I found that at the end of every year, there was a lot of judgment that came back for me. If I didn't bring all these things to fruition. And when 2020 rolled around at the end of 2020, I found my vision board on the floor in a corner and I was like, there's no way I could have brought these things to life because I didn't have any control over what was happening on the collective, right? Like, Mm -hmm. so for example, I love to travel and it was my goal to bring to life, bring to fruition a river cruise in Europe. Well, if they're not letting you fly to Europe, right? You can't do it. You can check number one for you. You know, (laughs) that area didn't work, right? and so I was finding that I was feeling really restricted and, and I do do other intention energy setting things that work really, really well for me. So I, but I just, after 2020, I just thought, you know, vision boards and I, we're just not going to get along right now, you know, because I would look at that and think of all the things I didn't get done rather than celebrating what I did get done. And that is totally on, on me. Right. But it just, or, or would put things up and it would keep me in a box, like where I often have the energy moves so fast in my life. I feel that like whatever I plan in January has the potential to go 20 times further than by May, than I think it's going to right? like, as long as I stay open to, you know, the flow of things and, oh, there's various things we can talk about that well, at that another time. Sense, but, and you know, so vision boards, I have never done one. So I'm, I'm asking as well as I know people who use them and they use them very well. They love them. And you're right. They're yes. beautiful. They're and so gorgeous. that kind of intimidates me. But I don't know that all vision boards are annual. I think they're started that way, but then some mm-hmm. of them could carry on because it takes a longer 
time to manifest. So it's really about manifesting, right? It's a vision board. I think all of these are about aligning your choices and decisions in using these as like a compass or like a lighthouse, right? Like to keep you saying, okay, this was my goal, right? Yes. Do, do my choices and decisions follow this, right? Like a, like a North star, you know what right. I mean? But it just doesn't. I know so many people who use them and, and do them very well. I will tell you, I was invited to a vision, this was years ago, vision board night. And I went and I've never made one. So that tells you what happened. I get to the table and it's full of magazines. And I got so overwhelmed just looking at a mag, looking for a magazine to find a picture that would. So for me, it was too overwhelming from a, I felt limited. Mm -hmm. I, I know other people do not. Again, I respect it. I respect the resolution people. I respect the vision board people. Yeah, really, it's a commentary on us. <laughs> right. This, uh, 100%. This is not a commentary on you're, anyone else. You're learning too much about us. But I have to keep moving down the list of possibilities for New Year's things. So give me another one, Jessica. Okay. So we talked about resolutions. We talked about vision, vision boards. boards. Hmm. Intentions. Let's talk about intentions because those are a little bit different um, than resolutions. So what are your thoughts on this? Okay. So now you're talking my language. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Ding. We found something that works ding, for ding, ding. She can work. <laughs> okay. So intentions and how they differ from resolutions in my understanding, my experience. So intentions are broader and less specific than resolutions which is why they resonate with me because I don't feel like I can fail them. Um, it can be a seed, right? Just a seed that you're planting or a plan, a loose plan that you create. And when you care for it and you put your attention on it, then it guides you through your life, your year, your moment, and it can help you make important decisions or even remind you of what is most important, you know? And I know some people they kind of turn it into an affirmation or a mantra, maybe a prayer for them. I like it because it helps you get clear on who, who you have to be or want to be. You see, mm -hmm. it's for me, it's not a single focus. What do you think, Jessica? I do intentions, but I do it in the form of choosing a word of the year. Okay. Tell me about that. I actually run workshops on this. There's a workshop on word of the year uh, later this, this month, later in January. Uh, where I teach people how to pick their their word of the year and how to use their word of a year. So every year for the last five years, I've picked one word of what I want to focus my intentions on. This word is going to be my guiding light, my North Star, my soul compass. And the point of it is, is you pick a word that you want to embrace more fully. And, and these words are like, not like hat or cat, they're actually values, you know, and that wasn't necessarily the intention I started out when I started out doing my word of the year, but I found now that, that they represent an additional value, right? Can you give us an example of okay. a value yeah. in that please? So, um, and I find that they make this really, they all interconnect eventually, right? So for 2021, I chose the word balance. So my people are going to laugh because they've been hearing about balance all year. Um, <laughs> but I chose 20 for 2021, I chose the word balance and the year before it was courage. Okay. And so the year before 2020, I wanted to have courage, which is really fascinating because I usually meditate and, um, make space for spirit to come in. I might draw some cards on it. I mean, there's a whole bunch of different things I do to find my word, but courage was very strongly like at the end of the day, that was, that was the word that I, I wanted that came to me. 
And this was picked in December of 2019. I had no idea how much courage I was going to need for 2020. Yeah. You know, so mm-hmm. it's, it's not only me picking a value, but it's me letting spirit drop that value in you know, and then I put my words on a little light board so that every time I walk into my office space, I see my word and I turn the light board on, like I'm activating my word, right. I'm activating my word. So that so whatever choices ritual. I make, right. So I had the courage to really put myself out there and do a lot of lives to support people during 2020. I ran a lot of classes. I did a lot of new things in terms of my business and myself too. And then just mm-hmm. having the courage to face all the unknowns that came up in 2020. So at the end of 2020, I was standing in my office, staring at my light board, December, 2020, and the word balance dropped in. And I sat with that a while and I thought, you know, that's really great. Cause I had the courage and I did all the things, right? Yes. <laughs> but now I need to take a step back and find balance, balance. with mm-hmm. that. And immediately after I picked the word balance, my entire life shifted into how many areas were not balanced. And in fact, that's been the story, like your whole seeing- year. My whole year is seeing the imbalance and things, but that's okay. That's okay. Because this allows me to say balance is important to me. And, and the beginning of the year was first six months were really, really rough in terms of balance. But now I feel like, okay, balance is an ebb and a flow and I'm not always going to be in it. It's some days I'm going to be out of it, but I know that I'm coming back. The things, the decisions I'm making, the choices I'm making, um, what I say yes to, what I say no to, what I prioritize in my life surrounds balance that intention okay yeah you know and so Mm -hmm. now 2019 we've got my new word you know you know for 2021 now we're going into 2022 Mm -hmm. I've got my word for 2022 okay you know and I'll start to work with it but it's something that I really check in with on a daily basis obviously if it's on a light board when I step through and this is the key with intentions if it's in or any of these tools it's up where I can see it so that when I step into my sacred space the very first thing that greets me is my intention for the year. And it's just, it's like, I read it and now it's in my mind. Right. And, and sometimes it's a subconscious guiding tool. Sometimes I consciously stare at it and think, okay, you know, or meditate on it. What needs to happen here? You know, but the key with any of these things we're talking about is checking in daily, checking in weekly, checking in monthly, you know, how does it need to shift? What's happening? Does this still feel good? giving yourself permission to have it not feel good and, and change it because it doesn't resonate. Yeah, that's know? important to me. Like I'm a big believer in changing things up because I think as you go through it, so as we say, you're going into 2022, you're hoping for, you're intending, you're visualizing, you have your resolutions, whatever it is that works for you it might be moon cycles, uh, habit tracking, you know, any oh, of those yeah. things. Mm-hmm. And do you allow space for yourself to let that evolve, shift, grow, fail, right? Mm-hmm. Because oh, I failed a lot with my work. <laughs> right? Failure also shows you and teaches you something. So it's just as important as successes. I think that failure gets overlooked a, a lot of times. And I know people, I wish I could do this. It's not mine to do in this lifetime. <laughs> but I kind of wish it is, is that they do like an astrology reading for the year. And oh, I'm getting one done this weekend. Oh, I would love that. <laughs> I don't know. You have to tell me who anybody listening. If you do that, I'm, I actually, I'm totally down. I'm looking for an astrologer. I would love to do that. Yeah. I just figured I needed a boost. 
Yeah. All right. Astrology people, email me, please. This is Andrea. <laughs> Let's chat. So, you know, maybe you do that and, and that works for you. And then how does, I, I'll be curious how you let that influence the year. So, you know, something I think that is accessible, everything we've talked about is accessible for everyone, except mm -hmm. maybe the astrology reading, because you can't do it for yourself. <laughs> um, but let's talk about cards, oracle mm -hmm. cards, tarot cards. Yeah. Well, you know how I feel about those. Yeah. They're my thing. Mm -hmm. um, I use them, you know, I actually combine them with my word of the year, honestly, and okay. I'll draw cards every month about my word of the year. Like how, what is the energy surrounding my word of the year? You know, what, what is hidden about my word? Like, what am I missing? What am I not seeing about my word of the year? You know, and, and moving forward, what do I need to keep in mind? I always, whenever I use cards, I connect with my spirit team though, my angels, my guides, mm -hmm. ancestors, all of that uh, intentionally, you know, what do I need to know? But I think that you can also use cards separate from your intentions, right? Like you can also, some people do 12 months, one card for each month. And I think that's fine. I think that's great. It depends. I think what question you ask, like, so you could, I, I don't do a lot of future predicting in my readings because the energy changes so quickly that I understand if that. you make a choice or a decision, then mm -hmm. it's already shifted, right? Just mm -hmm. even sitting in the reading. So, but some people do future readings, right? For the year. And that's great if you do that and that's your thing. Some people just, you know, ask like with work with spirit and they pick one card a month to, to work on something specifically with spirit that month. And then they just make that their goal. So it's not predictive, but they draw a card and let's say the card has something to do with like worth and worthiness. So they know for January that they're going to, that's going to be their focus for worth and worthiness. And, yes. and then for, you know, February, maybe it's something else. Right. Um, and they do it based on the, the Oracle card that they choose. Oracle cards are really great for that. Actually. They're fantastic for that. Cause they've got yes. nice broad themes, mm -hmm. you know, and they tell a nice broad story. They give you a lot of different ideas and some Oracle cards even have um, like ascended masters or angels or whatever attached to them. So you could even work with that being. Yes. You know? I love that. So, and I, you know, I always like to take it to the next level and reach out directly. <laughs> they know. <laughs> Dial up. They do know. <laughs> Dial up and say, what's going on? You know, and, and, and some people will sit down and say, okay, you know, I want to pick a card for each area of my life, like relationships or, you know, and whatever when you're like choosing the home. card you can specifically again it's intention it's one of my favorite words as to whether this is is it a strength or a challenge mm -hmm. you know yeah. you could say mm -hmm. if you're looking at career what is a, a challenge this month or this year in my career what would be a strength and then you can oh, you know, focus that that's way great yeah i like that i like the strength challenge thing i like saying for me personally i think it works really well when you take a moment to say what is the energy i'm coming in with Mm -hmm. right? What is the energy I'm coming in with? And what could be the possible challenge in where I, you know, knowing where I want to go, right? This is where you can combine intentions, resolutions, your vision board, knowing where I want to go. What do I need to know, do shift, change, get into alignment with in order to reach my destination? Yep. Really like that. Yes. You know, you know what, Jessica, let's hmm. grab some cards. <laughs> that's just like you just said would you marry me you're easy i love cards <laughs> so let's put together so we'll we'll each draw one mm -hmm. and i'll let you take it 
You, I mean, I'll do mine. You, you tell everybody what we're going to do. Okay. Let's do a pick a card reading. So Andrea will pick one card and I will pick another. So before we, we do this, I want everyone to close their eyes and take a really deep breath. Okay. Just find a few moments of, of peace, of slowing down. Right. And we're going to draw what is the message I need coming into 2022? That's the question. What is the message I need coming into 2022? And I want you to take a deep breath. And then I want you to just see, is it card number one, Andrea's card, or is it card number two? Some of you may hear a one or two. Some of you may see a one or two. Some of you may just know one or two or feel it. One may feel better than two, right? Pick your card, one or two. And when you have that in your mind, okay, listen to your reading. Listen to your reading coming up. So Andrea, Andrea's got card number one. What did you, what did you pull for card number one? I used an Ascended Master deck and I literally heard, because I'm clairaudient, which card to choose. So it wasn't the one that I was going to. So they Cheater. switched me. I know. <laughs> so here's your card. If you chose card number one, it is a Lakshmi flow of prosperity. So what Lakshmi tells you is that you can release your worry about money, that abundance is flowing your way. And that worries about finances, of course, only attract more worries. So a reminder that everything's going to be okay, that you do have the support needed to make a desired life change right now. So this prosperity, money, but also just a prosperous life, right? A positive, happy. This is, I see this card and I get really excited for you who chose number one and 2022, because you're going to be bringing more flow and abundance into your life for the year. And I, I love, love Lakshmi. Yeah. So interestingly enough, I use the angel guide deck by Kyle Gray. Mm -hmm. And I always, when, when using this deck for myself or for others, I always tap into their guardian angel. You know, I've said this before. You said this before. I think your guardian angel has so much information. <laughs> you, you know, and insight. So I just tapped into all of our guardian. I just said angelic realms. Tell me what, what do we need to know about as we enter 2022? And from this deck, I pulled healing energy and it's a picture of this angel with gorgeous emerald wings, right? Beautiful, that green healing energy. And I think as we move into 2022, especially because things have been so rough for 2020 and 2021, it's time to pause at the beginning and ask ourselves what needs to be healed in our lives? What needs to be healed? What is rising to be seen? You know, and I, and I love this card because there's the phrase healing doesn't happen tomorrow. It begins today. And I think, I think that's the thing, right? If we keep, if we keep saying, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it. I'll deal with it then we're always pushing it off, right? We, we push healing away from ourselves. But if we wake up and say, okay, this might be hard, but it starts today, then you've already begun the journey. You're already multiple steps ahead of where you were when you woke up that morning, right? Mm -hmm. And I think healing can be an emotional thing. It could be healing on a physical level, a mental level, a spiritual level. And you're gonna know, you're gonna know. You're gonna take a deep breath and tune in and, and just put out to your personal guardian angel, you know, what do I need to heal? What do I need to heal? And, and what do I need in order 
to to start this, you may need outside help. You may need to, you know, call your doctor, schedule that blood work. You may need to, you know, reach out to, you know, a healer, an, an energetic healer or a therapist or, you know, whatever. But, you know, just take a moment and sit with that and just present it to your guardian angel. What part of my life, what part of me is rising to be seen, is rising to be healed for 2022? Although 2022 at the stroke of midnight or what? 1201 doesn't naturally become, you know, magically mm-hmm. perfect. No, you have a flow of prosperity and healing opportunities that present itself right here in the beginning. So use that to carry yourself through in whatever method you use, right. That we've talked about and bring that opportunity into your life and have, you know, us, we're always going to say, have an adventure. Let's make the year an adventure. I'm excited to adventure through 2022. I'll be honest. Mm -hmm. Good, bad, up, down, backward, forward. I'm just like, let's go. I am full of energy to do that. So Mm -hmm. I I wish blessings, blessings on all of you for all of you. And Jessica, if you don't mind, I'd like to take this, continue this conversation and maybe some more cards and meditations in an extended, extended episode. We'll continue. Yeah, that sounds great. You know, Andrea and I often find ourselves having, there's more of the conversation that needs to be said. Um, There's more that needs to be dived into. And so we've been, you know, recording extended episodes with each of these podcast episodes that you've heard. And so we have this really amazing bank of conversations that happen after the mics are turned off officially for, for the podcast episode that you all hear. And Andrea and I, decided that, you know, that there was value in this information. We often tap in deeper. We go a little bit further, add some extra tools or meditations into what we were talking about. And we decided to publish it in a magazine, right? In a magazine as a way to support adventures with spirit. And so you'll be finding that there's more information coming out in the newsletter. So if you're interested in signing up to the free newsletter, adventureswithspirit.com, And at the very bottom, you can put your name in. And when you do that, you will get an email welcoming you to um, the adventure, the free newsletter adventure. And then shortly thereafter, we'll be sending out an email talking about how you can get access to these, you know, these, the options to get access to these extended episodes, these meditations, these tools that we bring forth and we, and we do after the end of each episode. And so we're really excited about it because I think there's just always more to be said, but not ever enough time <laughs> to say it all <laughs> because it just would, it would go on and on and on. And really nobody would enjoy that. So <laughs> we broke it up. <laughs> Have a wonderful new year. Thanks for being a part of today's adventure with spirit. Subscribe to the podcast. So you don't miss an episode. We'd love it. If you left a review, visit our website at adventureswithspirit.com to find out more information and submit a question for the chance to be featured in a future episode. Like what you heard? Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Andrea Neville Psychic Medium and at Intuitive by the Sea for more inspiring content. Here's to being adventurous.